You're listening to The Art of KCF. This essay is called Pull Like Everyone's Watching and was released as part of the Art of KCF newsletter. Issue 75 sent to email subscribers on August 31st, 2023. And next up in the 3500 farm class, my nephew. He just started pulling last month. This is about his third pull ever. He's also 15, like Chase, who just went before him. What a fascinating commentary, I whispered to Vimo while sitting on the hay bale prickling the backs of our knees as we waited for the next tractor to pull a giant semi behind it. We had a farm all like that one, Vimo said. You see, some of them have the tilting tires in the front like that, and some of the newer models just had the one. At the beginning of 2023, as we shared hopes and dreams over our traditional January 1st mimosas, I told Vimo that I wanted to learn more things about her that I didn't know yet. And as we round the bend towards celebrating 10 years of marriage together, in one month, I'm constantly in awe and surprise each time I learn something new about my suite. This definitely fit the bill. Before then, I didn't even really know Farmall was a tractor brand. Yeah, I know. Don't take my rural cred away. While I know my Vimo was a farm kid growing up, I never in my wildest dreams could have predicted that she would say, Yeah, we're a Farmall family. The Lindelas? They always liked John Deere's, but we were Farmall all the way. Who would have predicted one year ago, five, ten, or even twenty that I would find myself at the Finn Creek Open Air Museum celebrating the annual Finnish Folk Festival? in a remote location of rural Minnesota. Though, here I was, wearing a pin on my shirt Vimo placed gingerly there, like a teenager pinning a corsage onto their date for prom, that read, Have you hugged a fin today? Lucky for me, I get to hug a fin every day. But this pin just gave me an excuse to squeeze her even more tightly. So me and my fin walked around the grounds to enjoy the other offerings at the festival. We stopped by vendor booths, picked up some bakery delights, ate sloppy joes from the dining hall, to which Vimo and I quizzically wondered if this was Finnish culture. We stopped to watch men saw a tree trunk. Yes, this was one of the activities to enjoy at the festival. This huge saw cutting long boards of wood from a huge tree, with four men operating a collective chorus of sawdust. One loaded, one pushed, one grabbed, and one stacked. My favorite parts included the pyramid of sawdust that accumulated with each cut, and that the saw blade was huge. A few weeks out from the event, and I'm thinking that the blade was at least five feet in diameter. But maybe it's just grown even more in my mind. But the sawdust pyramid? How fun! A little conveyor belt contraption would pull a small scoop of sawdust away from the site of the cut and dump it a few feet away from the whole operation. Imagine an oblong sawdust Ferris wheel. Quite delightful. But the real action at the festival was definitely the tractor pull. Oh yeah, it's so good we got him back this year, said the Finnish-American man at the gate taking our entry fee. Apparently, everyone was excited. It was fascinating to be an observer of this niche interest group. In addition to the tractors with their drivers competing, some groups were accompanied by pit crews. How did we know that they were pit crews, you might be wondering? Well, 
they were driving a labeled white minivan that said so. Their attached vinyl logo matched that of the semi-trailer being pulled by each of the aspiring champion tractor pullers. Apparently, diehard fans of the tractor-pulling variety travel around the region to various tractor-pull events. And this... this was not their first tractor rodeo. They had quite the spectator setup with a white tent they popped up for shade and rain protection, along with comfortable backed collapsible lounge chairs and snacks and beverages to keep them sated for the entire event. On the semi-trailer was a huge stop clock, measuring distance instead of time as the driver and passenger in the semi-cab smoked cigars while being pulled along the track by the tractor competitors. For those listening to this, it really does pay to at least glance at the written version of the newsletter, because there are several accompanying images. Where the competition took place was a long dirt stretch, just wide enough for a tractor to be pulling a semi, and in between each one of the pulls, another tractor would come by, wetting down and grading the sand, so as to limit dust and to level out the playing field for the next hopeful champion tractor puller. From my spectator view on the hay bale, I could also see a stop clock posted a bit down the track for the drivers to see how long they could continue to pull. I'm not sure. I wish there would have been an entire rundown of all of the rules before competition began, but alas. I was simply a spectator, not an organizer of this event. It struck me that the only other times I've seen this kind of technology in other contexts was for running a race or at a swim meet. How interesting to see these tools be used for tractor pulling. And how innovative. Humans really enjoy a competition, and any chance for recreation that involves a clear winner can draw a crowd no matter what the mechanism fueling the race might be. A couple of weeks earlier, Hermanita and I happened upon a local embroidery shop in a nearby town, and when we went to inquire about a project I have in mind, the friendly shop owner shared that his mother-in-law was the one responsible for actually doing the embroidering. I'll have to get back to you about the design, he said. She's at the tractor convention right now, selling some of our merchandise and developing new customers. I must say, I'd never really thought about a tractor convention before he mentioned it. But it made sense, because right in the entryway of his shop hung several examples of machine-embroidered tractors hanging in delightful hand-stitching hoops. As a stitcher myself, fascinated with how thread can be used to make an image, I was intrigued by the customer base of tractor drivers and their connection to embroidery. So many tractors, and truly, so little time. It makes me want to say, what are the odds? But also the odds are probably pretty likely, given we call homes in the land of fields of corn. Wheat and soybeans dot the landscape in between tree groves of oaks, maples, and aspen. Do you think they give out ribbons or trophies? I asked Vimo after sitting through the first heat of tractor pullers to hit the long stretch of dirt track. I thought about how in the cross-country races of my youth, spectators often had to walk or run to cheer on the participants of that sporting event. I also remember hours in the heat on burning metal bleachers under the glare of a hot New Mexican sun, wishing to be in the pool instead of beside it. What a different experience of listening to a loud motor rolling by at 3.5 miles per hour. 
such a unique competition and sport and spectatorship. What fascinating ways we humans devise to keep ourselves entertained. How joyful to get to witness others taking pleasure in their hobbies, talents, or passions on any track. And of course, a special shout out to the tractor puller who was driving a 1949 Oliver 77, who clearly took great pride in shining his machine, and who cares about the overall aesthetic aspect of the event. In my dream world, the tractor pull would feature an artistic judging category like figure skating. The technical score would include the distance pulled before the big wheels begin to spin out, and the artistic score would be awarded on complete package visuals. Out of all of the pulls I witnessed, only the driver of the 1949 Oliver 77 matched his beast. I appreciated that thoroughly. I also think in addition to the farm versus improved categories of pulls, there should also be some kind of accounting for the age of the tractor. Surely a 74-year-old tractor should get additional merit for still running, right? Well, anyways, I guess it's time for me to get back out to the fields. Wait, I'm not a farmer. I just like to watch them pull semi-cabs loaded with a long trailer on dirt fields on a random Sunday in August. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of KCF. The Art of KCF newsletter and podcast is a fiscal year 2023 recipient of a Creative Support for Individuals grant from the Minnesota State's Arts Board. This activity is made possible by the voters of Minnesota thanks to legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. The Art of KCF is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Candice Creel Falcon, with musical editions by Mountaineer via Upbeat. For a full transcript of the audio, plus all the features of my newsletter, like book reviews, creative links that inspire me, and an update on what's happening in my studio, be sure to find me through the link in the show notes. Till next time, may the joy of creative inquiry guide your path.